When you are investigating the business you would like to launch, maybe you are a little overwhelmed by the various possibilities because obviously there are tons of possibilities. You see there, some people are making money as a blogger, some are podcasters or vloggers, video bloggers or teachers and coaches. And you wonder, how are they able to get just set up online with all the technology and be in business so quickly, it seems? And then maybe you hear the terminology and you're sure you know what a website is, but what exactly is a landing page or a squeeze page? And what are they all doing with email marketing? And you're wondering, you know, how does this all really work? Like technically, how does it all come together? So let's try and figure this out. Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast if you're feeling that it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 69, How to Use Online Tools to Start Your Business. Okay, we are going to talk about three key online tools, your website, landing page, and email management. Now, you might think it's weird to talk about online tools without seeing them, and that's true. It is a little weird just to just talk about them, So, because we're not going to be touching the tools right now. You can go to guides.readyentrepreneur.com to get a quick step-by-step introduction to getting set up on your website, landing page, and email management. And there are videos there too. But for this particular podcast, I just want to talk about how or why you would use these tools in the first place so you can get an underlying idea before you kind of dive in and start trying to do stuff with tools that maybe you're not even sure, like, why are you doing it? When I got started, I just jumped in and I signed up for everything. And I don't know, like for years now, and I've had to kind of go backtrack, you know, I've had to backtrack and figure out in hindsight after thousands of dollars, what I was really using each tool for. It's really easy to get set up in the beginning because everyone's like, yeah, you got to do this and you got to do that. But then you really need to figure out if it makes sense for your business. So that's the first thing. (laughs) Think through why you want to use a tool before you decide to invest in it. Now, one reason, of course, is that you've decided to have an online presence, which is what we talk about all the time in terms of starting your global business overnight. It begins and ends with having an online presence. And you figure, okay, yeah, everybody wants that. But you don't necessarily have to have a website to have an online presence, right? You can use social media and be online immediately and start building a presence and having followers and people, you know, that are liking what you're doing. You can start a YouTube channel. You could have an online store, an Etsy store, WooCommerce, use WooCommerce. So technically that's kind of like your website, but you can have it set up as a store only. And it's not the same as like a website with a blog on it or something like that. So the decision is, do you want or need a specific place that's all your own where you can send your community or do you want to be hosted on someone else's platform? Now, just quickly, a huge consideration here is that you do not have to have your own space. But if you don't, you are subject to the other platform's control, okay? So if you end up being dependent on Facebook, because that's where you've decided to build your online presence, 
then you have to follow Facebook's rules or you you have to follow the design limitations of a template store or things like that. So your consideration around your online presence is do you want control completely or do you want to let somebody else dictate how you use the platform? Okay. And you also have to consider how you want to scale because that's a big piece of it too. With your own space, you can scale as much as you could pay for essentially. So a lot of starter sites, websites are, you know, you get a lot of space. You get a lot of storage rental space in their servers and you can scale that quite significantly as your audience grows. You might not be able to do that if you are using someone else's platform. So are you a renter or an owner? And you can imagine that your preferred approach is based on how you want to grow and what kind of flexibility you want and need. So once you've made that decision, let's say your online presence now is going to be your own site. Now you make a decision between a landing page and a website. So you probably heard the term landing page. Like what is that? You know, like an an airplane landing? Is it a runway? <laughs> like a landing page? Some people call it a squeeze page. Some people call it a lead page where you have your lead magnet. Like those are all the same thing. Your landing page is where your potential customers land when they're looking for you. It's a one page website that provides information about your business, your product, your service, about you. And it usually prompts that viewer to do something like leave an, an email address to get something from you or to get further information or to get into something in your world. So a landing page and all those other terms that mean the same thing, it's just like a one page website, that's it. And typically you use it to collect email addresses. And that, so the lead is, is the email. And the lead magnet is whatever you're offering. It's a magnet, it attracts things. So you're offering that lead magnet to potential customers. It's a great way for them, assuming it's free, it's a great way for people to see what you have to offer. Entrepreneurs start with a a landing page to collect email addresses, sign people up. Maybe there's a webinar or another service you've got. This is how you build your community right from the beginning. And you manage your emails from the beginning as well. So it's less expensive to have just a landing page usually. I mean, it depends a lot. You know, if you're paying for a full service, usually you're paying for an email service that gives you landing page options, or you're paying for a landing page service that can be integrated with an email service. So it may not be less expensive, but it does help you get started quickly. It also helps you start in multiple ways because you could set up, let's say, four different landing pages for the same thing, but have a different tweak on each one. So you can figure out which one is working best for your potential customers. And that's a great way then to not spend as much money up front to like build out a whole website around a particular look, even color scheme, and then find out like, oh, my customers don't like that. So it's landing pages just a way to get started. Now, a website is much more in depth because a website provides you with multiple pages and you can do many different activities on a website. So for example, on the Ready Entrepreneur site, there are pages that provide foundational information for finding your confidence and your time and your money and your business idea and your action, your lifestyle, the six core factors in Ready Entrepreneur. There's a lot of pages around those six core factors. But then there are posts for the blog. So the blog is, a, is another section. It's another menu dropdown on the site. So if you wanted to start a blog, what you're essentially starting is a website 
not a landing page. You're starting a website so that you can have multiple pages, each one being a different blog post. And you can have integrated pages. If you are on the Ready Entrepreneur website and, and click on the courses page, it takes you to the platform where my courses live, which is Teachable. So I have the courses page is on my website, but it will take you somewhere else so that you can access those courses. And you can collect emails and other information directly on your website, not just on the front page, but anywhere on the website, you can collect email addresses. So you get the idea. You've got a lot more flexibility if you have your own website. You can present more ideas. You can present them in different ways. All the functionality of a landing page is with a website, but not vice versa, because the landing page, again, is just one page. Now, whether you go with a website or a landing page, you have to decide if you're going to collect email addresses. So you have to think about what is your business going to do with those email addresses? What, what are you, why are you asking for them in the first place? Everybody collects them and puts you into what's called a funnel. That's when you start to receive emails. But you have to think about for your business, what are you going to do? Why did you, why did you collect that email address from your potential customer? The number one reason, of course, is you want a record of interested customers. You want to know who they are so that you can continue to reach out to them, deliver value, market to them, let them know what you have to offer. And over time, you want to build your own community that you own. You know, that's not a community that sits in Facebook or sits in Instagram. It's a community of email addresses that you collect that you know for sure are people who are interested in what you do and why you do it. Now, pretty much still to this day, everyone looks at email every day. E email is one of those, you know, necessities of life of communication that's really hard to avoid. People still just look at email. That's just something that they do. And even people who use multiple emails, you know, to keep marketing stuff separate from, you know, personal stuff or whatever, they still look at all the marketing stuff. Like even if they just scroll through and delete everything, they're still looking to see, oh, you know, hey, I got a deal from this airline or, you know, whoever, whoever you signed up with, you're still checking to see what they're offering you, right? Free those coupons you get all the time from CVS. Uh, so email is still very much a part of people's lives. Everybody's checking to see if there's any deals or offerings or anything that's interesting. And you already know the businesses that you do business with. You know, you know where you've given up your email address. You also know you can unsubscribe at any time. So, you know, you, you're just ready to receive emails because you did business with somebody and you might want to do it again. So you, the business owner, you, the entrepreneur, make a decision about collecting emails. Now, mo most entrepreneurs say, of course, I'm going to collect emails, but it's not obvious if you don't know what you want to do with them. Because if you collect an email and then just forget about it or get back to it a year later, you're going to lose that customer. You know, they're going to be forgetting like, who's this? When they get the email, it actually creates a negative experience. When you collect the email, protect it and decide what to do with it. Decide how you want to start communicating with the people on your list. You want to be able to provide them with like continuously interesting information so they remember you and they're engaged in your email and they're getting value from you and they, you know, they think it's good to get your emails. If you decide to neglect communicating and try surprising them and they've forgotten about you, they'll just unsubscribe. So who, it's somebody who could have been a potential customer, you'll end up losing. So before you start collecting emails, think about what your plan is. What do you want to do with the email list? 
Are you going to have an opening sequence of you know, just automatically sent emails that they'll get um, that you can schedule in advance depending on your email system? You know, you, you probably want to use an email system for that. If you think you're just going to get a trickle of emails and you want to manage them manually in a Google Doc or something, okay. If you think you're going to get a lot of emails or you're doing a major promotion, then you want to use an email management system. I use ConvertKit and full disclosure, I'm a ConvertKit affiliate as well. So you can go to my website and click on the link. But ConvertKit has a free option to start and it's a great way to get started to see if you like the technology. I find it very intuitive and I use it to manage emails. But there are others as well, MailChimp, Aweber, um, Con Constant Contact. There's just so many different ones that are out there. When you go to guides.readyentrepreneur.com, I walk you through what ConvertKit looks like so you can see it there. Now, if you're not planning to do anything fancy and you don't want to have any upfront costs, and you're just kind of worried about you know, spending too much money to begin with, start then with doing it all manually. But again, you have to remember that you are managing somebody's data and therefore you, you're subject to, you know, nowadays especially some rules and regulations around how to use that data. You also have to remember you have to give people an option to unsubscribe. So even if you do it manually, you have to say you could unsubscribe anytime. If you're using ConvertKit, they automatically put in the button for people to unsubscribe. If you do it manually, you have to put something in yourself that allows people to unsubscribe, or at least to tell them that they can do that. So you be very careful when you're doing it manually. But if you, again, if you think you're starting with a trickle of emails, the moment you're ready to do a big promotion though, or you want to put a sign up box on your website, then you're going to want to make it a little more formal if you think you're going to have a lot of emails because it will get out of control pretty quickly. All right. So when you're ready to do your big, big push, you're ready to move for a paid system. Now, a lot of the email management systems are differentiated on features and price. What you're looking for is ease of use and flexibility. And you can look at the different systems and see what you think. Go onto their sites, look at some videos online, see if it looks like you know an approach that, that makes sense for you. Think about their strategy. Um, are you going to have different programs with different lists that need to be managed differently? So if you want that, then you want a system that supports that, okay? And you want you know, to make sure that you can do that as efficiently as possible. So the considerations for email management are flexibility, growth management, how fast you're, you know, and how many emails you think you're going to be getting in what period of time and cost. So when you're starting out as an aspiring entrepreneur, you no doubt will look at online resources and try to decide how to use them. You'll look at websites, landing pages, and email management as a way of building your business platform online. Today, right now, you are living the opportunity to have the life you truly want. A life on your terms where you add value that you believe in and it makes you feel like you're really contributing to build the world you want to see. If you want to get an idea of how you can do that, walking step by step through getting the life that you want, you can download a copy of my book, Life Dream, Seven Universal Moves to Get the Life You Really Want Through Entrepreneurship. And in the book, I explain how entrepreneurship's global and there's so many people like you who are trying to do the same thing by starting their own business and being an independent and having a self-sufficient lifestyle. So you can get the step-by-step -step guide to making your life what you really want it to be. You can get Life Dream by Case Lane at Amazon or wherever you buy eBooks. Becoming an entrepreneur 
being your own boss and having your own business is one of the best ways to take control of your life and deliver to yourself your own life dream. But you have to get started. So one way to get started is to use the online tools that are available for you right now to set up a business overnight. So here's what we we talked about in this episode 69, how to use online tools to start your business. I want to give you an idea of how to tactically think through this concept so you're not lost and wasting time trying to make a decision when you eventually sit down to actually create your online business. So first of all, ask yourself, what kind of online presence do you want? Do you want to have your own control or do you want to be hosted on another platform? And think about the pros and cons of that. It's about control and flexibility if it's your own website or your own landing page versus being at the mercy of the social media platforms. But that might be the best way for you to start if you're you know, worried about cost or you just want to quickly build up, see if there's any interest out there in the world about your idea. Do you want to manage your own image and style without limitation and not be subject to someone else's rules? Or do you want to keep it simple and fast, you know, in, in terms of just getting moving? So you pick your space between a landing page or a website. Do you want one page? Do you want multiple pages? Do you want the option to have a blog? Do you want to be big or do you want to be small when you first get started? So you make that choice between just having a landing page or just going straight in with a website. If you're going to collect emails, you have to decide if you want to do it manually or have an automatic email management system. Manually may start, it might sound simple in the beginning, but it could become more difficult as you grow. And you must remember that you are still subject to the privacy rules. You must give people an option to unsubscribe and you have to do it all. You have to stay on top of it. But if you think you're only going to get a trickle of emails and you just kind of want to control it yourself, you could do it that way automatically means using an email management system. A lot of them already set up to follow the latest rules and regulations, although you're still responsible in the end, even if they say that they are, you know, set up for it, but at least automatically will grow with you. So if you run a big promotion, you get a ton of emails coming in at once and you're already set up in an email management system, that flexibility automatically kicks in and you can just grow your email list. You can also organize your email list into different groups, into different segments and categories so that you can have different approaches, different email sequences going out to different people for different reasons. So that's flexibility. So think through the reasons for using a particular tool before you get started. Those are the bucket level ways that you can look at it. Now, over at readyentrepreneur.com, you find resources that will help you get started. But I've set up a completely separate site, guides.readyentrepreneur.com, guides, G-U-I-D-E-S, readyentrepreneur.com. That's going to give you a quick start overview of each of the big tools, the website, landing page, and email management system, so that you get an idea of which one makes sense and which one might work for you. Once you've made a decision, just go ahead and get started. Okay, this was episode 69 of the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, how to use online tools to start a business. If you enjoy this information and found it useful, make sure you've subscribed to the Ready Entrepreneur podcast so you do not miss future episodes. And please leave a rating and comment at Apple Podcasts so I can see your feedback. If you know someone who would benefit from the tips and strategies in the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, please share the podcast with a friend. 
Come over to the Ready Entrepreneur website for more information, tips, ideas, strategies at readyentrepreneur.com. And if you want to reach out to me directly, drop me a line at contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane. <music>